good Monday morning. Good Monday morning, diary. Good Monday morning. So glad to be here speaking with you, diary, about my life, telling you the truth, speaking it as I see it. Today, I want to talk to you, diary, about God, as always. Um, what I don't understand sometimes is... Like I thought this morning when I woke up, I said to myself, I said, God, why did you want me to tell the people in the world about you when many don't even believe in you? Why would God want anyone to tell anyone about him and his good news? That's what I want you to ask yourself today. Why would God want me to know about him? Why would he go to my friend and tell my friend to say, there is a God and he wants to have a relationship with you. There is a God and he wants to commune with you, conversate. Have a conversation. He wants to get to know you and you to get to know him. Well, I want to share my relationship a little bit with you guys, with God. Well, out of all the friends that I've had in my life, he's been the truest. He's been the one who hasn't lied to me. He's been the one that has hurt me for my good because <laughs> he has hurt me for my good. I swear y'all, he has hurt me for my good. When I say that, I always equate it back to love because at 14 years old, I desired for God to bring somebody in my life to love me because I never felt like my mother and my father loved me. And at 14 years old, I started praying and asking God for love. And it's so funny that mostly every guy that I dated in my hometown all had the exact same story of how they first saw me. And at 14 years old, my grandmother would allow me at least to sit on the front porch of her home. Here's a number for you guys, 1487. That's 1487. The number for you guys today is 1487. Any state, my numbers fall. My numbers are true and they are wise. When I call out a number, my numbers will come within eight days or eight games. That's how good my God is. And then when that number comes, it will flip around and come back over and over and over again. Why? Because it is the living God that I use in everything that I do. My children are always saying, Mama, you are God. I know I'm God, baby. I am a God, but I am not the God or the God or Elohim. I'm a part of him, but I'm not him. He's inside of me, but he's not in the exit of me. That means he's not without me. Anywhere I go, I already know that. But here's the thing that some people don't get. My children have a single portion of God. My daughter should have a double portion, all the things that my daughter has been through. 
but she doesn't. She only has a single portion because she only believes in herself as God. But she is going to one day have a double portion of belief in God. No matter what God has to do to get that, he will get that. The same way he did it with me. For my son as well. Um, so that is their beliefs. And that is, that doesn't mean that, oh, your children don't believe like you believe they're going to hell. No. That means they understand God for themselves. They understand that greater is he that is within me that is exiting this world. That's it. He's great in me. He don't need to be great outside of me, which is the same thing I'm saying, but I have a double portion. What does a double portion mean? Well, let me explain it to you. What a double portion means is I understand that I am God, but I have also witnessed him outside of me bigger than me. I've witnessed him as this universe that I live in. I witnessed him as everything that I go through in life. I witness, I'm a witness to him using my physical body to lay my, my hands on someone and he uses my body. And when he uses my body, I can't get up the next day. Okay. Yeah, that could be me as well. Greater is he that is within me than he that is in this world. God is not in this world because we cannot see him, taste him, touch him, smell him, nor hear him. But he is in this world in the essence spirit of energy, the essence spirit of the cosmos, the essence spirit of the wind, which God says is his breath, is what he taught me. So the things that he teach me, I go out and I pass them on to my friends and my family. When I write my diary, when I'm on Facebook as Cam Wallace, when I'm on um, TikTok as uh, Diary of the Mouth, when I speak, I'm speaking life. I have told you all on multiple occasions, if you want to watch a good movie, watch my life. My life is the best movie that anybody could ever watch if they don't want to watch their own. Because my life has been full of love and hate. It's been full of good and evil. It's been full of sickness and health. It's been full of everything that the marriage vow, when a husband and wife stands up and take their marriage vows. My life has been all of those things that husband, husbands and wives decide that they want to say at the altar. That's why in my, in my lifetime, I've said, I believe that I may be the bride of Christ, or I believe that my daughter or my granddaughter may be the bride of Christ. I believe someone in my line, in my bloodline, in my heritage is the bride of Christ. Maybe it could be that we all are the bride of Christ now that we've made it to the lake of fire. Some people are still in this lake of fire. I spoke to you all before I left social media to take my good and long worthy break I told you all that we were in the lake of fire and that some would come out and some wouldn't and I've heard that so many things are going on in my hometown people are sick and dying <laughs> it's only because they've crossed over into fear it's only because they've crossed over into fear one of my former clients reached out and called my children and was looking for me. Some of my sister's friends were like, where's your sister? We can't find her on social media. You guys couldn't find me because I ended up blocking everyone. 
I only blocked everyone because when I was trying to take my me time, people kept texting me and I kept letting them know, you know, I need a break. I need to take some me time because people had started saying some very hurtful and harmful things to me, especially when they call me out of my name and my character, knowing that they're only speaking because right now they're having a tantrum and they can't get their way. I've been there. I've done that. I understand that. But having people constantly call you out of your name, what they don't understand is the things that they say, the things that they think and the things that they do. Those are called seeds. Those things do not affect anyone else other than yourself. So being a bully, it only hurts you. It doesn't hurt the next person because you're only sowing seeds that God gave you for your life that you want to come back to you. That's why they always say, I'm rubber, you're glue. What bounces off of me sticks to you. Do you remember that little bitty idiom that we said as children? That really is very smart because whatever you say, it's for your glory. It's for your benefit. It's the angels are recording everything that you do. The angels record everything that you say. And there's something called the the book of works and the book of life. And everything that you're supposed to be in this earth doing is written in that book. If you have not been doing, at least I'm going to say in my heart, I'm going to say, because I feel like God has got me here as a righteous judge. And so far, everything that I've said, he has stood behind me and backed my words. Not only has he backed my words, but he has also vetted my words and still allowed me to continue to speak about him and to live in perfect health in the middle of a pandemic. I'm not bragging. I'm just speaking about my faith. When you have no fear, fear will not come upon you. Didn't the book of Job teach you what you have feared will come upon you? It started out telling you how wonderful Job was. Job was an upright and blameless man. Job Job didn't have any character flaws. Even though his children would drink and party and have a good time, Job Job had no character flaws. He was a man that loved God. But He also was a man that feared because he always thought his children were going to do something wrong to embarrass him, thus embarrassing his God. And Job ended up letting his hedge of protection that God had around him come down. His hedge of protection allowed God to have a conversation with Satan one day when Satan was visiting heaven or paradise where he has been able to be at when he is not on assignment to be in this earth, making sure that we do what we're supposed to do so that God can get the glory, good or evil. God will get the glory because God made them both. In Ecclesiastes chapter 10, around verse 19, he says, when times are good, be happy. But when times are bad, consider I made them both and I made them for your good or for your benefit, perhaps. Well, this is what God does when he loves someone. He says in his word that because I love you, I correct you. If he does not love you, he will not correct you. He will allow you to go on and on and on in your mess and in your misery, which brings me to my home, America, which brings me to my home, the United States of America. Which I tell God that you does not stand for united at all because I have never known 
this country to be united. Well, let's look at the words that I just spoke. And why did I say this reminds me of America? I just spoke about how to treat people. And America doesn't do that. And I have another alt against America. I have another technical foul that I'm calling against my country where I live, the United States of America or the undivided states, or the broken states, or whatever, or the lines that divide everybody because every state has that little map with the lines that divide every state, knowing that every state ain't equal. Then they got rules and regulations in the cities and in the states and in the counties and in the government on the federal district, and all this stuff is impeding everyone from being the righteous people that God made us to be. And all these things are going to eventually come to a stop because these are some of the things that I pray and I ask my God about in my earth. This is my earth. It's also yours. But since you all didn't know it was yours, I claimed it and I claimed it now. It's my earth. And this earth must come under the guidelines of the word that is spoken. The word that we know to live that we call wisdom inside of us. Each one of us are a philosopher at our own life. Every man, woman, boy, and girl in the world is a philosopher in their own right. So think about those things. The things that you have been through made you a philosopher. That means you learned some shit with a broken heart. You learned some shit when your heart was crushed. You learned some things when you had sorrow. You learn some things so you know enough about life now for you to reap a harvest. Notice, I've changed from saying God's green earth to God's white earth because it is time for harvest. I told you guys in 2021, God said that this would be a dynamite year of harvest. If you've sowed good seeds in your life, then God says that you will reap a dynamite and explosively great, good, mighty wonderful harvest for up to 21 years of your life. That means starting at March of 2000 until present day, if you have sowed all good seeds in your life, then you will reap an explosively dynamite harvest of good starting now for the next 21 years. If it's been 12 years, you'll receive a 12 year harvest. If you have been a asshole in God's green earth, if you have caused anybody any pain in open or in secret, come on, Holy Spirit, in open or in secret, whatever you have done will now be your harvest for the next 21 to 12 years. It depends on how long you had sowed that seed. This is what the living God has put in my spirit this is what we have been talking about for months and months and months now. We are is still in the lake of fire, but the harvest shall bring forth gold, platinum, silver, diamond, copper, and so many other good and wonderful precious metals and precious stones. God will bring forth in his earth through these people who have sown these good seeds. They will reap a hundredfold harvest and end up on whatever level I just called out in this earth. Then there are those that will be in this lake of fire that will not get out. Speaking the same word that I have spoken in the past, 
you will be in the lake of fire and you will not get out. I told you that in 2020 when I said that we made it to the tree of life. I told you that in 2020, in August of 2020 to be exact. Go back and listen to the videos. The word of God never lies. That's why I love walking in the spirit of truth. Try the spirit by the spirit. That means ask the questions when you have these feelings to go do things. When you get up in God's green earth and when we were in the green earth, when we get up, we would try the spirit by the spirit. We would see how we felt if we wanted to go to work that day. Some people was on the flight 9-11. There's another number for you. Some people were on the flight 9-11. One person said they got up that morning and said, let's roll. They was ready to go. They was ready to take off. They had a dynamite and explosive harvest on that day. They were in the number God used them that day. But did he use them in a good way or a bad way? Doesn't matter. He used the people that show up. So that he might get the glory that you have lived. The book that you are writing is written already inside of you. Every action that you take, everything that you do, make sure it is the excellence that's written inside of you. Push back from overeating meat. Push back from overeating meat. Push back from overeating meat. Only take in limited amounts of green vegetables at this time when you are pushing back from eating meat. Only take in limited amounts of green vegetables as you're pushing back from eating meat. Only take in limited amounts of vegetables as you're pushing back from eating meat. Eat more fruits. Drink more water. Stay away from chemicals in your body when you are doing these things, when you are bringing your essence in line with the energy of God. Greater is he that is within you that is wanting to bring that excellence out of you. You have to sometimes steal away to Jesus. Take a moment and just go. Wherever he leads you, wherever he guides you, wherever you end up, stop and have a relationship, a conversation with him. Allow him the opportunity to get to know you. Allow him the opportunity to be everything that you need him to be. In and out of season, allow him to be what you need him to be in your life. And I promise you, you'll be happy that you did. You'll understand things a little bit better. You'll be able to maneuver a little bit more in your life. Be a believer and be a witness that there is a God. I'm going to let you guys go now. Thank you for joining me for this very short conversation. Who knows? Maybe God will bring me back again. Because when I don't have anything to say, I just be quiet. But when I have something to say, I'm going to say it. And I made my point here. I don't understand why God would tell someone to go tell someone about me other than he wants you to be his friend. So today, my fellow listeners, just ask God to be your friend. You'll call a stranger and make a friend with a stranger. Make a friend with your strange God. Okay?
Much love. Mad respect. Sending out many blessings. <laughs>